With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, one more beer for me. Exile means quality. So savagely. Best beer in all the land. Brewed with a loving hand. From bottle, keg, or can. Exile brewing. E-X-I-L-E. For me. E-X-I-L-E. Let's drink football. Enjoy your Instant Reaction Podcast following Iowa's 30-24 loss against Penn State in Happy Valley. Very disappointing game. Um, You know, the Wisconsin game after that, I I was far more irritated and upset. I mean, today's loss stinks because Iowa just played horribly on offense. Namely, Nate Stanley played horribly on offense. But against Wisconsin, I, I, Iowa dominated. They looked good. They looked crisp. They looked like the better team. Today, I, I can't really tell, really, if Iowa's the better team or not. So um, maybe not. But they just never played well enough for me to, to fe- have a similar feeling like I did when Iowa played and lost to Wisconsin. Um Nate Stanley, 18 of 49, 205 yards, two interceptions. Both interceptions really hurt. The first interception uh, was returned down to the five-yard line. Penn State scored a touchdown there. The second interception, it was first and goal with under four minutes remaining at the Penn State three-yard line. And Stanley was calling off whatever play was called and... uh, Noah Fant wasn't paying attention. It looked like it was a, a little flare to um, Torn Young that Fant didn't know was going on, so he didn't get his block in. And the the throw went right to a Penn State defender. Iowa had three timeouts at that point in time. Call a timeout. Nate Stanley needs to know that. He's late into this, his second season as a starter. Nate Stanley needs to have his head in the game enough to know to call timeout. Iowa's coaching staff apparently on the sideline was trying to call timeout. That didn't happen. And Iowa blew an opportunity to take the lead at that juncture. And with Trace McSorley basically being one-dimensional, he's not going to be running like crazy uh, in that situation if they were down by one point with under four minutes left. That was a game, and it's, it was miraculous that Iowa was even in it as badly as their offense had played to that point in time. Iowa scored 24 points in this game. The offense scored zero. Special teams gets credit for two safeties. Colton Rastetter with the amazing throw and touchdown to Sam Brinks. Geno Stone with a pick six. Those were Iowa and, and uh, two field goals. So special teams and defense did all the scoring today. Iowa's offense scored a total of zero points. So you know what? Thinking about that, yeah, Penn State's better than Iowa. This Iowa team not ready to make that next step. I thought they were. 
I thought they were. I thought a game like this was likely in Nate Stanley's rearview mirror. And I hate saying these things. And Stanley is an amazing kid, great kid, the type of guy you want in your team, and he'll have better days. I'm sure that he'll bounce back, but I'm sure he'll take this really, really hard because he's conscientious enough to know that his play in this game hurt his team. And you, and you hate that as a player. You, you don't want to hurt your team. Some interesting coaching decisions in this game. And I, as I tweeted at the end of the first half, I do not like to be critical of aggressiveness. I don't like to be critical when Iowa does things that Iowa normally hasn't done through the Kirk Ferentz era, and there was a lot of that in the first half. But that decision to go for it, like, what was it, fourth and ten or so, late in the first half with Peyton Mansell at quarterback, I don't know about that one. Led to a Penn State field goal right before half. Iowa was leading 17-14 at that time. Going to get the ball back. Wound up being 17-17 at halftime. That's one you'd like to have back, I think. But on the whole, I just it's just hard for me to be critical when Iowa's doing un-Iowa things. I, I, like, I like seeing some of the mix-up. I like the direction that the... Um, the ingenuity, the play calling, etc., is going, but they're down there again. There's Iowa has three timeouts. It's first and ten, first and goal at the three yard line, and you're down six points. And Iowa chose to run out of a shotgun formation. I was thinking at that point in time, hey, why don't you try to run a couple up in here right now, kill a little time, take some time off. I'm surprised they went shotgun. Three timeouts. Nate either needs to call a timeout as the play clock was coming down or throw it out of the end zone. And really, I think that's a little bit of a microcosm of what we saw a lot on this day. Nate Stanley didn't have the most cerebral game. That's putting it nicely. And I respect the kid, so I am going to put it nicely. I think you all know what that means. Earlier this season, when I did one of these, I, I played my voice and, and, you know, I sped my voice up saying Nate Stanley was playing at 78 RPMs and you sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. He just was going through things too fast. He never was comfortable in this game. It, of course, looked like he hurt his thumb late in the game. I would tape that up. A lot of people in the first half saying he needed to be benched, bring in Mansell. Kirk Ferentz was never going to bring Nate Stanley out of that game. And frankly, the, the drive that Iowa had at the end, some of those throws that he was making to the outside, to Noah Fant, I mean, I, that's why he stayed in. He's a good quarterback who had a very bad day. You know, Iowa could easily win its next four games. You know, I shouldn't say easily. Iowa could win its next four games and go 10-2. and two. That 10-2 and two is going to feel a little hollow because they will not have beaten a ranked team. Or very unlikely. I don't think Northwestern's going to be ranked. Purdue's not going to be ranked because uh, they lost to Michigan State on this day. Sorry, I'm at my um, family in St. Joe, Missouri. And I'm down in the basement, and I don't have any control over the animals. So this podcast will uh, not be my best effort either. It just kind of goes with the day. My phone's going off across the room because I'm having to use it for my internet. I'm just discombobulated. This morning, I told my wife we needed to leave the house by 9. We didn't leave till 9.30. That meant that I got to my destination five hours away at exactly 2.30. I don't do good with things like that, by the way. At any rate, 
you don't care about my problems. Iowa with 350 total yards of offense, 215 through the air, 135 on the ground. Iowa now what? Uh, this is Iowa's third loss in the last like 35 games when they've gained 100 yards. Two of those have come this year. They gained over 100 against Wisconsin as well and lost that one. 23 first downs for Iowa in this game. Surprising. 7 of 20 on third downs. Iowa's been money all year on third. They weren't today. Iowa ran 88 total plays. Wouldn't have guessed that either. 3.6 yards per rush. Iowa getting three sacks today. Penn State with 312 yards of offense, 194 throwing, 118 on the ground, 16 first downs, 414 on third, um, 64 total plays, an average of just 3.4 yards per rush. Iowa did allow three sacks in this day, this game. The defense, as always or as usual, played well enough to win, kept Iowa in this game. Trace McSorley, I don't like him. And I mean that in a in a sporting rivalry sense. I respect the heck out of him. Tough kid. Hurt his knee. Couldn't run well. The touchdown run that he had when Iowa was in a cover zero. Uh, Jack Hockaday got taken out of that play. A little rush there, I think, showing up. Because this was his first game back for quite some time. <sighs> Brandon Smith made some great catches. Uh, Noah Fant with five grabs on eight targets. I think all, you know all but... One of those targets came in the fourth quarter. That'll be another topic for conversation. Mecky Sargent, man, that that guy runs tough. And a lot of people saying, hey, where was Ivory Kelly Martin? Ference benched him after his fumble. I think he was hurt. I saw some people say that he re-injured his ankle. 16 totes for Sargent, 91 yards. Really, really didn't like Iowa's um, running to the outside zone as much as they did. Just I don't like it. It's not successful for them this year. Teams are keying on the zone flow of the offensive line. So once again, very frustrating outcome for Iowa in this one. Doesn't mean these next four games won't be fun. The game next week against Purdue uh, has a chance to be pretty crazy. Rondale Moore is a very special, fun player to watch. It hurts a lot more because Iowa entered this game all of a sudden once again in control of its own destiny for the Big Ten West title. If they would have won the rest of their games, they would have been in Indianapolis because North, uh, Northwestern beat Wisconsin earlier in the day. But now Iowa finds themselves with two losses in the Big Ten West. Same as Wisconsin, which means Wisconsin's ahead of Iowa for the head-to-head. Purdue also now with two losses, and there's Northwestern at 5-1. and one. There's a whole lot of what-ifs that can happen. I mean, if Iowa wins out the rest of the way... And if Wisconsin loses again and they still have to play at Purdue and at Penn State, then Iowa can still go to Indianapolis. It's not like Powerball numbers here. Iowa still has a chance. The season is not lost. Just a huge, huge opportunity lost today. And these are the type of games, much like the Wisconsin game earlier this year, that I've said through the years that have been so frustrating because, you know, Iowa fans, and I am one, you want Iowa to take that next step as a program. And Wisconsin has taken those steps routinely. And unfortunately, routinely, Iowa, when they've had the opportunity, they've not. It's been far more rare that they have than they haven't. And today was another one of those lost opportunities. So... Enjoy your Saturday, the rest of it, and your weekend. The sun will come up tomorrow. 
After all, it is just football, and I think a lot of people put far too much of their emotion into it. doesn't mean you can't be a fan, and doesn't mean you shouldn't be disappointed. I'm disappointed, but when I push stop on this and edit it, I'm going to go up and spend time with my family and have some fun and, and probably not think about this again for the rest of the day because what's the point? can do nothing about it. But as always, I appreciate you listening, and we'll be back at it Monday. Steve and I will be to talk more about this, probably to lament a little bit more. Uh, Just context. Keep it in context. Take care. Bye-bye.